Blog Talk Radio.
about tonight's topic. I'm having a good week. I get to talk share with my people, and of course, you all. We got in the Scoop Nation are here tonight. So we got a great show tonight. Um, tonight we're talking about the truth about dating and relationships. So as always, if you have questions or comments, I need you to call us at nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four. That's nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four. And press the number one that lets us know you got a question or comment. Secondly, um, we've got so we've got, we've got news with Rashad, of course, and then the Scoop Nation hot topic uh, is tonight as well. So we got a good show. I'm excited. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're gonna. Of course, we got some good music from some of our favorite uh, indie artists. So before we jump into this show, let me say what's up to my good people, um, and then we are going to get into it. So first, let me say what's up to Miss um, Shaquilla Willis. I'm sitting here looking at her on uh, her live feed. What's up, Q? How you doing? <laughs> hey, Chuck. I'm doing good. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, good. So for those of y'all who don't know, so we got, um, I've got my live feed going. Q got her live feed. So if you're if you're not able to listen to us um, on, you can always listen to us either in the Scoop Nation or um, you can listen to us online or on the phone. So yeah, we may try to make it easy. So well, anyway, all right. Um, <laughs> man, these phones are lighting up already. Okay, all right. And then what? so let me say what's up to my yeah yeah. It's pretty interesting. All right. Um, and then, so let me say what's up to Kells, Miss Kelly Johnson of Curvy Kitten. What's up, Kells? Hey. Chilling. How you doing tonight? Chilling. Hey, folks. I'm trying to cool, stay cool. brave for the storm. I know I'm scary, so. I'm going to need you not to yeah, Don't be scared. <laughs> it's okay, Kells. If not, just, look, look, if not, just make a phone call. You know how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no. If you're in the city, you know it's serious. It's not a good thing out there right now. Yeah, y'all be careful. Be careful. Be careful. All right, and then, of course, I got to say what's up to my homie, to my cuz. What's up, Rashad Ray Chan Chandler? What's up, dude? What's happening, man? Good, good. I didn't, and I didn't sing your name, by the way, either. Yeah, good deal. We don't get down like that. Don't keep, keep it pop. All right. No doubt. So, all right, we got a good show for tonight. Y'all ready? Y'all ready to get into this? Let's go. Mm-hmm. You ready? All right. So, once again, before we get started again, if you got questions, call 929-477-2304 and press the number one that lets us know that you have a question or comment. Again, that's 929-477-2304. Let's just know you have a question or comment. All right, we actually have a comment. I think we have a comment. Let me see what's going on here real quick, and uh, then we jump right to the news, all right? Let me see what's going on here. <laughs> Hello, caller 0000. You have a question. Okay. All right. I think that was just the accident. All right. Frank called us early in the show. Yeah, that's what I said. It's kind of early for that, but all right. Somebody could have been calling in to say how good I sounded already. I don't know. So anyway. All right. Let's go ahead and get into this news. What we got? Yeah, that part. So <laughs> the news is brought to us by the good people at Up and Added Travel. That's my business, y'all. And that website is www. 
www.upandatitravel.paycation.com Specializing in giving you discounts on your travel and making fun for you and your partners, buddies, whatever y'all call each other as a group, go through my website, discounts for you. So, starting it off in the news, the good news, we have, let me see, which one do I want to start with? I'm going to start with the money. The Powerball is up to $700 million. $700 million. Whoa. Whole hundred million. Q, what did you do with 700 the whole? Well, first of all, uh, money mentor, what is that doing on taxes? What are we looking at? What's the take home? Right, what's my real money? <laughs> so let's see. Let's get the money mentor on the real money first, and then we can play. What will we do? So let's see. So you saying what's the ta- what's the take home after taxes? So it depends. Yeah. So first of all, for those for those who don't know, most of the, you get when you do Powerball, you either get a lump sum or you take a um, you can take a distribution for I believe like the rest of your life or something like that. But let's just say. You take the lump sum, which in most calculations is the, the correct thing to do. Um, if you take that as the highest tax bracket, you walk in the way with... With 75%. Yeah, uh, well, you still walk in the way with... Hold on. So taxes out of that at about 30, 32% is $224 million. Ooh, that's, a, that's, that's a lot of gone before I even seen it. Did you see how that just went down? How unfair is that? I spent my whole two dollars. I need yeah, but you still more. Got, you, so you walking you walking away with four hundred seventy six million dollars. Oh, okay. okay, that's a little better. I can live there. I thought you were talking about I was walking away with two hundred a million. I'm about to say, wait a minute, bro. They get to keep five hundred mil on me. No, they keep two hundred twenty four million. <laughs> I was about to say that was almost worth not winning. Like, you know what? I don't want to win. Yes, I do. Yeah, I still want to win. I still want to win. Yeah, I'm okay. I would have, I would have cried a little bit, but I would have been, I still would have been okay. Um, okay, so you asked me, what would I do with what is it for? I'm gonna say 400 mil. Okay, so I am for sure putting money away, like a mil. I have three kids. Let's see. There's going to be a trust, and they will be set, but they will be set after the age of 25. Um, I'll work out the details of that later. But the kids are going to have – they're set. Um, but, like I said, it will be in a trust. I am going to go full-time, full-scale, full-on Elegance by Design. I will open a group home for um, unwed age mothers, but their families. Um, so just unwed uh, families in preparation for becoming um, married couples or forever family. So I have a desire to minister to that particular demographic. So I would pour into that in a big way. And then I would definitely want to, um, to like, create an incubator space for small businesses, um, not not specifically to women or anything like that, but just to small businesses. There would be a preference for 
um, African-American communities, small communities, and I love teenagers. So I would want to host an entrepreneurial-type program for teenagers. I love the babies. You all know that. So I would go into business and babies. That would be my, my love. That's what I would do with my money and save. Like, there would be stupid amounts of money put away. <laughs> so, But that, that's a lot of money. I can't, you know, that's my goal to make those types of, that type of money. But to think of it off the fly, what I would do with that amount of money responsibly is, would be hard to do off the cuff. But those are my passions. Those things that I listed are my passions. So that's what, those will be at the top of my list, what would be invested in first. Um, oh my God, with that much. That's a lot of money, right? Yeah. First, I mean, because every, everybody just needs to be a millionaire to make it. So I'm going to try to give as many people a million dollars as I can to make a difference. After, you know, my family, of course. So I have a big family, so that's $32 million off the top. <laughs> if I just gave all of them a million. Then I gotta set up. I'll set up a a few trust funds for the for the youngest, like the great grands, and to my dad, a nineteen fifty some fifty four Chevy J one, and I'm definitely building. I'm building a college school. Uh, prep school, something I'm, you know, me and Q have that passion in, in common. I like the baby, baby, so I want to get the the youngins prepared that it's like at seven. As soon as they start being able to make, you know, their own little decisions and what they eat at least, uh, yeah. And then I, but I'm I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be a, a philanthropist, you know, as, as much as many businesses I can start, I'm gonna start as you know the same amount of nonprofits. I'm gonna try to be. Um, really try try to change the community. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yep. <laughs> Black Wall Street here. Boom. Done. <laughs> so that's what I would do. Word puzzle. Let's see. So what do I do with four hundred seventy-five million? So let's see. Um, giving honor to God who's the head of my life. I'm gonna give him my. <laughs> I'm gonna pay my. I'm gonna pay my. <laughs> I'm gonna pay my ten percent. Um, now, I would probably, of course, give to, of course, give to to ministry. So that will probably let's call that fifty million, um, and that I might spread it out. It really just depends on what's you know on what's going on. Of course, I would set up um, a some type of either some type of trust for my family. Excuse me, I set up one for my son, then one for my family. Um, I would go on a real estate. Buying um, binge, I, I, I would, and I'm talking about when I say real estate, I want to own like multi-unit, you know, places. So whether I or so whether I, you know, put the money into an account and use that to use that as as you know uh, leverage to lend, or whether I just pay cash for them, I would do some stuff like that. Um, I would buy for myself. I would buy myself a, I don't know, I don't really want anything. I probably would, you know, buy myself a couple suits and, some, you know, something like that. But a couple of what? Suits, I, well, suits, you know, I like suits, so, you know, stuff like that. 
you don't Duh. Want to feel bad. Like, oh, I, I don't want anything. I, I'm just gonna give it all away. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Do that. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm not, giving all my, I'm not giving. No, I'm not giving it all away. Let's be honest. No, mm-mm, not gonna happen. Um, okay, you want? I would buy my. Yeah, I want like custom. Like y'all don't. Do y'all have y'all ever put on a tailor a custom made like suit? Have y'all ever put that on? It's like warm butter wrapped. It's like being wrapped in warm. Uh, it's just, yeah. It's nothing like a custom suit that's been tailored for you. Some the right shoes, yeah. It's 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 beautiful. So I would do that. Um, I would do. I would buy my father a Maserati because he's always said he wanted one. I'd buy my mother whatever she wanted. You know, I do stuff like that. Take care of my family. But I, I, you know. That's that's about it. and the rest of it I put up. I probably still had two fifty to put up somewhere by you know, and just let it let it ride. So, you gotta grow. Yep, I'm not going. Y'all talking about put all this money in everybody else's business? My bit. Listen, they would hear. It. There'd be so many Facebook ads for for the rate for Global Drive. It'd be ridiculous. So y'all listening? I would I would Facebook and Instagram ads y'all to death to where y'all would hear it. Y'all gonna hear my show. All the Facebook ads I'm running. They, so they that's what I would do. <laughs> right. That's what I would do. What, what you about you, Oh, man. Uh, well, first of all, um, I'd definitely buy a gym and like a, a like a recreational center to add on to the piece of grass that's right next to my church. Shout out to Restoration. Then after that, I would... Um, well, first and foremost, I'm going to absolutely pay off all my debt so that everything moving forward is a is oh, a green yeah. light. So yeah, that's Sally. first and foremost. I want to start at zero, and then I'm just <laughs> buddy. So uh, yeah, once I zeroed out, then I'm gonna go and buy the the gym and and all that other stuff to put on the side of the church. That so there's a nice little recreational center for the neighborhood. Then uh, I'm gonna buy. Um, use a full-fledged, for real, college music center for Langston University. Then, um, uh, come uh, through uh, alumni. Okay. Huh? That's it. Come and through then, alumni. <laughs> oh yeah, I got to have that with our yeah, own yeah. little everything. It'll be decked out right. And then, uh, uh, um, of course, you know, putting money aside for the family. Um, the little spoilages and things like that, you know, cars that I always wanted. Um, that's really about it. I'm definitely investing in myself, but with those two things right there, those things will come back so fruitful because they just are. So, yeah, I'd be all right. It'll be recyclable. Oh, but Mm -hmm. I I did want to point out, I do think, well, I'm pretty sure that um, if you win a settlement or the lottery, they pay off all your debts before you get your money too. So you got to pay your taxes, and they pay, you know, if you owe anybody, they. Um, oh really? Yeah, they do that. Oh yeah, yeah. I was say. Yeah, you don't, well, you don't have to tell them. They gonna take. <laughs> oh, so I go into the game zeroed out, and that's even better. Help me help myself. Help me help myself. That's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they have people they have people waiting on like when you gonna have to pick up the money. Like you have to I guess hire 
Like, I already tell them you have somebody to help you manage your money and all that kind of stuff. So you, yeah, it ain't going just picking up a a, a wheelbarrow full of. <laughs> 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 yeah, you gotta take care of some business. So. Yeah. yeah, with that amount of money, you need to see. Do you leave out of there? You need financial advisors, accountants. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. What is it? Um, what is it that the uh, when what is the Shark Tank? What is her name? I have her book up here. Uh, Barbara Corcoran. She says the first Barbara. thing she does is put some uh put someone in between her and the money. So when everyone finds out that you've got your money and they start to come and, you know, asking for this and everyone's got their dreams, she says, oh, you know, I would love to help you. Here's the card of, you know, my accountant or whoever it is in, in, in the money, and they'll see if it's something that we can do, and they'll let you know. That way you aren't in the middle of, you know, who gets money, who doesn't. It doesn't become a personal thing at that point. You get to say it's just business because it's not a part of, XYZ plan or whatever the case may be. And, you know, it, it may piss some people off, but if you had not won the money, what would they have done? So the fact that you get it does not necessarily entitle anyone to it. So, And she's serious about that. She says that's the way that you can keep yourself stress-free and actually be able to enjoy your your money. And that's not even just with something like the lottery, but whenever you come into a large amount of money, those people who get rich overnight and you know, get famous and make it and all of a sudden have a whole new lifestyle, There, that's the transition of thinking. So you you employ people who are used to thinking in the, on those levels and have no problem saying no. I thought when I heard her say that, I was like, what? Like, that makes so much sense. That was a super light bulb moment, you know, to, to know because a lot of people think that they have to deal with that and they're sitting there looking at this bank balance and deducting money. That's not really how that works or how it shouldn't work to make it so that you get to be stress-free in that. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely. I'm definitely gonna give. Uh, I'm definitely gonna give 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 LU some money. So I, cause I forget. And you know that doesn't make sense. But I, I probably would to put a put a set amount aside. And then when it's gone, it's just gone. Like I might put you know mm-hmm. twenty million or something like that. And after that, that's that's yeah. it. Y'all, I ain't got it, man. I ain't got it. You gotta have your trick out there. <laughs> yeah. I can't fool. Mm-mm. Y'all ain't about to have me broke again. I remember what that mm. felt like. Mm. Can't do it. Mm-mm. All right, what huh? else we got? Huh? Well, uh, we have Seth DeVell's of the Browns and of Caucasian Persuasion has been taking knees with the brothers <laughs> in support of Colin Kaepernick. This young man is also married to a African-American young lady. She black. Way to go, brother. So, um, do you guys feel that this helps push the, the agenda that we need, or is this like a grandstand, or how do you guys feel about that? Anybody can jump in and start. No particular order. You know what? I think that is getting real out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I was going to say something. No, but for real. People going to have to take a stand, even if they going to do something just to be like, hey, y'all, I, <laughs> I'm lightweight. Oh, you know, I'm a y'all. So I think it's going to come to a time now where people can't be um, neutral. You know, they're getting called out or it's getting 
serious yeah. enough to where yeah. people are going to have, they're going to be forced to. You're going to have to pick a side. So I think that, you know, people, other people will probably follow, you know. Yeah. They like, I'm with y'all. I'm on y'all's side. That's what I think. But, I mean, I applaud him. It still takes courage, you know, no matter who you are, to to say something's wrong when it's not the popular thing to say. Mm-hmm. So, to take a, anybody taking a stand to me is I give them their respect. Because a lot of people don't take stands for nothing. So mm-hmm. Right. I applaud them. Yeah, I think uh-huh. it's. Uh, I'll say it after after Kels. I think it's it's cool, and I think it's about time. But again, you can't really. I think we were impatient, so to speak, because it's been so long for people to start publicly standing up on in, on these types of scales, especially white people. So um, I think that's why we think it's about. We're saying that it's about time for us to see it on this level, but. <clears throat> With that being said, I'm I'm here for him um, and him doing this. And I honestly, I, I think that his wife has something to do with it as far as his uh, insight and definitely his experiences having biracial children and mm-hmm. undoubtedly the things that they've experienced, even with their money, they still experience a level of um, judge. Uh, even being an interracial couple. So that I don't think that his wife being black is necessarily the reason why. I think him being a part of that relationship has afforded him different experiences that right. give him right. that courage to stand up and say, you know, nah, bruh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm with y'all. You know what I mean? Because he, and, and it's not saying, you know, I don't feel it's bandwagony. I'll put it that way. Um, I yeah. feel it's more authentic than what some people would probably or are probably saying, oh, just because he's got a black wife, he feels he's got to do it. I'm not going to say that. I think that this is an authentic um, stand on his behalf. And for that, I'm I'm here for it. And I hope more people, regardless of who they're married to, it would be really, really cool to see the husbands and the wives, you know, the players and the wives, because that's a little coalition amongst themselves um, to be able to to unify if that, if that and, and, and do something like that. So, you know, I'm here for it. I'm I'm here for it. I want to know who's next. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I I think we're gonna see. I think you're right. We're gonna see more of it. Uh, we're, well, let me say. I think we're gonna see more of it, and uh, I think we'll see. We'll see. Now that we'll see more of it, it's gonna be interesting to see um, just kind of where this discussion goes um, because. Not only so much because it's an issue, but because I think the problem is very simple: is that it's not going to go away. And so, at some point, mm-hmm. the league either has to outlaw it, or everybody's going to have to just finally get to the point where they just recognize that this is what it is. I mean, this is this is how it is. This is an issue, so let's deal with the issue. Um, so, you know, of course, my 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 thing is always what's in it, what's next. I mean, after you after you kneel, then what? You know what I mean? What now? What? Right. You stand up. What are you saying? Once you get back there, I mean, Ka- Ka- Kaepernick still ain't got a job. You know, we still getting shot. Like, what? What's next? So that's you know, it's a good thing. But what's next? So, <laughs> I'm with it. At least to get people to talk, and that's 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 necessary. 
Yeah, I definitely agree there. I think that it does open up lines of communication, and I think that it's healthy. I um, I don't think that it's grandstanding. I don't think that, you know, um, he's doing it strictly for publicity or anything like that. But in reading, you know, it is detailed that he has kids. So, you know, I mean, he got to look out for his future, too. He can't just be, uh, you know, sitting on the sideline like, I don't understand what this is about. So, I mean, yeah, I I, I support him. I think it's dope. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, now, well, I want to talk to us lastly about our upcoming events here in Oklahoma. So let me go ahead and pull up my good well, agenda. Before, before, you, before you do that, before you do that, I got a question. Is me or and I know ladies y'all probably don't care nothing about this, but I don't know if y'all just saw this recently, like the like uh Cleveland just traded like everybody. Oh yeah. Uh, Boston just traded everybody for Kyrie was like was Pretty Kyrie much. finally Kyrie got off the he's on now. Everybody who said that he can be the number one and he don't need LeBron, we about to find out. Because he's going to Boston, and the only person he has on Boston is Gordon Hayward. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. Avery Bradley gone? Avery Bradley is gone. They got, uh, mm. Mar- I don't say more, one of the Morris twins, I believe, for for mm. him. So, yeah, so no Avery Bradley. So it's like him and Gordon Hayward and some other. I mean, they got. That's not one. bad, though. I'm not going to say that, but it's going to be interesting. But, That's not I mean, bad. to go from. To go from LeBron to Gordon Hayward, we're gonna see what he what he made of now, so that ain't bad. Kyrie's gone. Kyrie is gone. So I just wanna throw that out there real yeah. quick before you get into no the uh, event. So yeah. here we go. So Oklahoma City coming your way. August twenty ninth, Russell's. We got game karaoke night. We are also going to be doing a little live radio, so we're going to be walking around, talking with the people, shaking hands, letting you know who we are, kind of just welcoming you all to the building and, you know, getting used to the comfortability. Then we got September 15th. We got Lion Dancing with Reese Milton and the original Oklahoma Lion Dance Club. So the 15th. Come out for some line dancing. Same place. We're going to be in Russell's, and we are going to get it in. Then we have September the 19th, live Battle of the Sexes show. So we got some stuff coming up for you guys. Would love to see your faces in the places. Come out and hang out with us, the good people of the Scoot Nation, and we will be there looking for you. So I do it. Can you say that one more time a little slower? I'm trying to type all this. Oh, I forgot about that part, huh? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's August 29th. Games, karaoke, and live radios. Russell, 7 to 11 p.m. You ain't got to talk that slow, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this real slow. All right. No, no, no. Karaoke at Russell's. Go ahead. I'm with you. All right, so we so got what, September so, 15th. So let me back up. Let me let me pause you real quick. So for those who don't know, 
we have a lot, we are starting to do more events in Oklahoma City. So this is what we, we're just going through the different events we got coming up, so that way everybody knows. If you have not, if you have not gone to the Global Drive Network Facebook page and liked the page, please do so because there are events uh, for these on there, um, so you can keep up with everything. Also, if you are not on our mailing list, you can be on our mailing list by simply going to the Global Drive Facebook page. Um, and you'll see a sign that says Scoop Radio Mailing List. Just click on that and sign up. So anytime we have events, um, we will send you an email, plus you'll be able to see through the event page, um, and so we'll, we'll all be on the same page. So you can't say you missed anything. Um, and so we're, we're doing launching events all across in our, all of our major markets right now, all of the markets that we have um, followings in. So but Oklahoma City, since that's our largest market, we usually start there. So don't worry, Chicago. Y'all know I ain't forgot about you. Houston, Dallas. Um, uh, what else? Houston, Dallas, Atlanta. ATL, Saudi. Yeah, Atlanta. We come into is just that literally a lot of our following is in Oklahoma City. So we that's where we start, okay? So All right. So August 29th at Russell's in Oklahoma City, which is in the Tower Hotel, we got um, – we have – a game night and a karaoke night, so that's next week. Cool, from seven to eleven. Correct. And you said, well, what do we have after that? September fifteenth, a Friday. Okay. We are having line dancing with Reese. Is that at Russell too? And the Oklahoma Original Line Dancing Club. That's R E S E. Then we got September nineteenth, which will be that following Tuesday. We are gonna be in Russell's having a good old time with the uh Battle of the Sexes live radio show and that again shall be in Russell's. So we are invading Russell's Tower Hotel, Northwest Expressway, Oklahoma City. What is the date for the Battle of the Sexes? That is the 19th of the September. Thank you. All right. And before I get a thousand and one inboxes, no, I am not coming. I'm not going to be there. No, I'm not coming. I'm not going to be there. Because I'm going to get a thousand inboxes. You coming up? No. Okay, all right. Also, I know we got something, Kels, you want to talk about your about what we got coming up in October? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, October 28th will be the yeah. um, Kirby Keaton Black Cat Costume Party Fashion Show. It's going to be called a fashion party. And, uh, oh, yeah, it's going to be hot. We're going to have some very good hosts. We have runway. We have flash modeling. We're gonna have this, this model battle. Y'all just have to be there to see what it's gonna be. It's gonna be popping bananas. bananas. And your boy Ray Chan's pre-birthday party, cause that is my pre-birthday party. So when it gets twelve o'clock, just know I'm gonna be fresh to the death in there. Just know it. Yes. 
It's going to be ooh-wee, Ray Chan time. Just know. It's going down. We talking fashion. Oh, it's going to be fashion Oh boy. I think I'm probably going to change about three times. You know what I'm talking about? Three times. How are you yeah. going to be, gonna be, gonna be, gonna be four? How are you going to be this year, man? Whoa, bro. I'm going to be younger than you. Remember that. <laughs> look, look when they try to walk you down the street. Didn't he try to walk me down the street? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you turning, I'm turning it next. <laughs> Trying to push me in the street. <laughs> And that brings us to our. Oh, go ahead. How old are you? We need to know. I'll be thirty-eight. Oh, I'm not. I'm not embarrassed by mine. I'll be thirty-eight. Okay. And I still look twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Hey, look here. <laughs> so our next song, well, our first song this evening, comes to us. And it's called Reminisce by Count. Black Tennessee's on the block where I'm from. If you come talking dumb, you just. 
go back to where you came from, came from. Back in the days we were crazy. The Lord saved me when he gave me my first baby. When we were young, we had big fun. We used to play, shoot em up, bang, bang. Now that I'm grown with children of my own, I am the man with no time for plans and with them. Yes, we are back. Um, I like that. That was a nice little Yeah. Yeah, it had me kind of like drifting off. I was like, they ran my stuff. I had a cool surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling it a little bit. Um, so, this portion of the show is um, actually the truth about dating and relationships. And it is brought to you by Curvy Kitten Clothing, where self-reflection is perfection. And we are servicing women who want to show off their curves. Um, So we've been getting a lot of traffic on this great topic of relationships. Everybody likes to talk about relationships and love and dating and, you know, what we should and should not do. So what I wanted to do was just kind of go over some posts um, that discuss relationships, and we'd answer it, and then if uh, the audience, you guys want to call in and say your piece or ask the question, you are more than welcome to do so. So the first question that I've come upon is from one of the scoopers, Mr. Joseph Brown says, do you ever look at some of the things you say and or do and think to yourself, dang, this is why I ain't got a significant other. So do you ever look at yourself and say, this is why I ain't got nobody? Um, Q, you have somebody. So I don't know if you can really answer this question adequately, but um, – Let's go with Rashad. Do you ever, do you find yourself asking that question? Hello? Who, who said, who said, who said I wasn't in bad and bougie? Who said I wasn't in <laughs> Who said I wasn't in bad If you look right there in the back, you see me with somebody. Because <laughs> I can tell Rashad is like backtracking from 
subject. I, I actually do have something to um, put in on this one, Kels. Even though I have, even though I have, see, I got you. You owe me, Rashad. You got a little time, so come up with something good in your. <laughs> but um, <laughs> to answer this, even though even though I am married, there are still moments where I have to check myself and realize that there that my actions are the reason why my husband is not always pleased with me or I know my role and why something isn't working. Um, as I've gotten older, I realized what those, what those triggers are more than I did before. But, yes, there's still always room for growth. And I can see there are moments I'll stop and say, see, this is why he be looking at you crazy. Or this is why he says he doesn't want to say this, that, or the other thing to you because this is how you react. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, there are still self-checking moments, even when you're in a shift. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There are moments. Yep. All right, Rashad. Now I'm done. I'm I'm ready. (laughs) What you say? As ready, ball. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so you ask, ask yourself that question. Yes, and the answer is is that uh, <clears throat> I have a slick mouth, so uh, you know I'm a jabber. So you know if if I feel slighted, I throw my jab. And those jabs usually end up in, you know, uh, a standoff, which I could raise my hand for. You know, I take my part in that. I, I do that. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a just come to pick at you person. But if I feel my toes are stepped on, I may verbalize it and go hard. So yeah, I'm, I know why, and I could chill. I could calm out. I, I can do. I could fix that. So yeah, I know why. Oh, look at you, bro. <laughs> yeah. You okay, man? Wow. You good? You good? Okay. So, what about you? What about you, Winfred, a.k.a. Panda? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do I ever look at myself and say, why don't I have anyone? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, so, okay, let me think. Let's back up. I look at myself and say that, yeah, I do. I do. Um, ugh, how transparent do we want to be? All right, let's be transparent. So part of me realizes that um, that I've made, and you probably have heard me talk about this before, I've, I made several mistakes during, during the 10 years I was married that I'm sure contributed, that I know contributed to um to me being, you know, to be being single. And so I think sometimes I still, even though I know it's, you know, I've been divorced for almost four years now, that there are still moments and times where those things that I did or those things that I didn't do, and let me be clear, there's no infidelity or anything like that because I know how folks are and nothing like that, but just things that I didn't do um, contributed to that. And then because of that, I have been very, and even things before, before, um, before marriage, just things that I didn't do well, that I didn't, that I would have learned, liked to learn before, you know, learn before, and just really, again, done a much better job um, of being a man, of being a provider, of being a protector, 
uh, of setting certain boundaries, of, you know, having certain conversations that need to have and then enforcing those. So, you know, things like that. Uh, I think about those a lot. Um, and then also understanding, I, but I, I also couple that with giving myself the grace to understand that at, you know, at 23, which is how I was when I got married, um, I was 23, you know. And so at 23, you really don't know what you don't know. And my issue was more not even was not more so that I didn't know, but the fact that I was kind of arrogant enough to pretend like to think that I knew more than what I actually knew. So um, it was. It's, it's very humbling, and so from that, let me move forward because uh, is is sometimes I still have trust issues. You know, I don't trust. Sometimes my you know there was a season where I didn't trust my own decisions, and then there was a, a season where you know through dealing with certain things, I didn't you know I didn't trust people. So now it's, you know I'm good now, but it's it was it's yeah I do look at myself and, and say why. And to Q's point. What I've learned is that anytime that there is an issue um, or anytime there's something in my life I don't like, then I always go inward before I go outward. So I always look at myself, see the things I can do better, how I can be better, how I could have handled something better um, before I start trying to blame other people. Not to say that it excuses other people, that other people didn't contribute, but ultimately, you know, as, as the poem says, I am the master of my fate and I am the captain of my own soul. So I have to, you know, I got I to gotta own up. You got to own your stuff. Accountability. Yeah, and at this point, I mean, the truth is, at this point, there's still some things that I'm, I can improve on. And I, I, I um, yeah, I own it. I own that. <laughs> well, I definitely do, like, probably some every day. Because I, I admit I had my mood changes have these little epiphanies and I turn into someone else and I'm just fickle sometimes so I definitely try to the good thing though is that I, I recognize it when it's going on so that it doesn't really you know it could be worse I'll put it that way <laughs> so I think <laughs> if, all get, if you know at least you know the problem then you know you can you can tame it a little bit, but sometimes you know it's just. Um, I think just be, just kind of being at a practice too of of um, being of being in a relationship and having to think about someone else's feelings, you know, or well being or whatever you had call it. So when we say things, you know, we're not really thinking that thinking of the consequences of thinking about what we're really saying. So, you know, we're out of practice. So I think we can get a pass for it. Yep. Let me say, again, if you guys are listening, um, whether it's online or um, by phone, again, if you have a comment or question, um, again, 929-477-2304, 929-477-2304. Um, press the number one, let us know you have a question or a comment. Um, and and we'll get you on as soon as we can. Again, nine two nine four seven seven two three zero four. All right, Kelsey, I'm sorry. Now, did, did anybody did anybody comment on the on the live feed? Anybody have anything to say on that? Mm, no, not specifically to this on my no. Um, 
I'm asking. I'm going to type in case some other people want to respond here in a minute. Okay. Well, we'll go on. We'll go to our next question, though. So maybe you guys can you can take maybe type the questions on there too. But the yep. uh, the next question is by um, our very own co-host, Mr. Burns. What are good reasons to get married? Mm-hmm. What are good reasons to get married? Sorry, good reasons I, to get married. Yeah. So I'll try. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know why I said I wanted to start. I thought I had something, but um, I think <laughs> you know, I guess if you were if you were in a position to want to, you know, if you think you can't live without someone, like I think that is, you know, the ultimate thing. So if you get to a point where you feel like you can't live with, without a person, then to me that's the that's the biggest reason to get married. And then after that, it's just, you know, more of is it beneficial to both parties as far as what are you building each other up? Is it a real, it may be a love connection, but it's a partnership as well. So it's real simple for me. I think if you get to a point to where you can't live without them, then, you know, that's, that's a good reason. What about you, Rashad? Um, a good reason to get married because you're 40. So when I turn 40, <laughs> I have a good reason. Uh, let me see. What else? Uh, because uh-huh. you really love the person. That I mean, and you... You don't mind waking up to see somebody the same face every single day. That doesn't bother you. Like, as as weird as that seems, you know, that's the one thing that people forget. You really are waking up to the same face every day. So, yeah, it may sound like a cruel joke, but you got to play that over in your head and really realize that that's life. So it's not a cruel joke. It's just something that's said because it genuinely has to be thought about. Like, when you roll over every day, you're going to be looking at this same face for the rest of your life. And, like, if you're telling yourself you don't want to do that again, then, you know, that you told yourself that that's the person you feel that you can do that with for the rest of your life, then that's a good reason to get married. But 40 is a better reason. Yeah, I actually think, you know, I, I understand what you mean when you say that, being, you know, having been married. I definitely understand what you mean. I think the hard part to that. To, to 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 knowing that is that's real tough to know when you're still um you know when you're in the dating because you know most of the time you know when we first when we decide to get married you know you still got um you know you still got on rosy colored shades and think you know they pooch think mm-hmm. that smell good and you know you don't you know what I mean like you don't all that cute stuff is still there so that's a really sometimes a difficult thing to um to judge by. Because you still do Google. So that's a tough one. Again, and it really, a lot of this depends is, on how long you dated and all that kind of stuff before. But it's a, you know, it's a, what you're saying is correct. I just I just think that sometimes, you know, in the experiences I've seen, it's kind of hard because it's like, wait a minute. You was cool before we got married. I didn't, you know, like I didn't notice that you had whatever, this was an issue before we got married. Because, again, you just, you know, you're still in the, in the vacuum. 
I'm glad you said that when um that that last piece the rose colored glasses piece um i I'm a believer in doing life with someone that you still want to do it with even when you don't necessarily like that person um because yeah, in the beginning, of course you want to wake up to that person every day. You don't want to ever go to sleep because you're loving talking to them, and that's just moments that you don't get to be around them, and you just miss them while you're asleep, and it's all warm and fuzzy and beautiful, and that ends at some point. Like, that does stop, and real life happens, and you get to be comfortable, and I think we put a lot of emphasis on singles, to be afraid of getting comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. That's when, you know, infidelity comes in. That's when, you know, the the new hot thing shows up. No, no. That leaves you in a constant, sorry, I'm getting ready to go into a different direction, but I'll come back to that. (laughs) But when 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 you have a fear of getting comfortable with the person that you're saying, I want to do forever with, you will never live up to what, real life really is because you're always trying to chase something that really isn't. At some point you have to relax. But what I think people forget that when you relax and life starts happening and, you know, you get really get down to who the core of a person really, really is, you're not always going to like everything that you reveal. So when before you say I do, before you say forever, before, you know, you, you, you get bills, you sign papers, you get legal, all this other stuff, go through a few things with that person and realize, hey, do I like them when they're mad? Like when they're at their worst, when they're hurt, when they're upset, when they've lost something, when they're broke, like does this person, do we vibe off of each other to the point where we can get past this and still can look into you and be like, all right, you still got me, and I still got you. I'm good with this. Those are the things that I think really test you and let you know if you're ready. All that other stuff, how much money they have, what doctor degree, what their status, all that stuff changes. All that stuff can can come or go like that. It depends. The core of the person and how they maneuver through those types of things is what I think sustains like marriage. I think when we start listing attributes and things like that, those are what makes you compatible with the person for dating. But to become like long-term, lifelong type stuff, you have to get a little bit deeper and and get to the ugly stuff because they're not always going to be that awesome person that you are all warm and fuzzy for. That's not going to always be how that is. Trust me. It's just not. That's yeah, all, that's all. <laughs> like I, you know what, and that was a hard lesson for me to learn. Like I have to keep going back and forth with that because I feel like I don't, I don't wait long enough to get comfortable. Like I know getting comfortable is what makes you know if you're compatible. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, comfortable is actually a for lazy. lazy. I think we need to stop being comfortable and really call it what it is. It's lazy. <laughs> lazy yeah. is a lot of the positive negative. Not comfortable. I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be lazy. You don't want a lazy lover, a lazy partner. That you know, you comfortable is good. Like who wants to do, who wants to make comfortable a bad thing? Like comfortable is good. <laughs> not yeah, no, but no. Comfortable is not good if they're, when they be comfortable with the, the true person they are. Like, if they had on a mask for a long time, 
and that true person is not what you want, then that's what comfortable life. Well, see, a mask makes me feel like lies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. to me, all words matter to me. And I'm thinking, you know, I when I think of you put a mask up, now you're just showing me who you are. You can't lie yeah. forever. The lie pops up. You know what I'm saying? But when I'm saying comfortable, I'm not saying comfortable as in, oh, now you get to show me who you are. I think when I say we use comfortable wrong, people don't fully understand how comfortable becomes um when we, when we say, oh, they got comfortable, oh, she let herself go, she stopped dressing up for me, she stopped cooking. I think one of the fellows in the school one day said when a woman stopped shaving her legs, that lets me know she's too comfortable. I don't think that's necessarily comfortable, so to speak. She's not necessarily – those are the, that's general upkeep. You know what I'm saying? So now she, when she was shaving her legs and doing all that other stuff, that was because she wanted to get you, yes. But now that's, she's slacked off on that. To me, that translates as now that's not as important to her. Not necessarily that it's not – she's so comfortable now that she doesn't feel that it's important. It's just not that important to her. So to me, that translates more to to, to not a, a want. You know what I'm saying? That's a want type of thing. I want to – I want to make sure that when I get in the bed, my legs are smooth, regardless if we've been together five days, 15 years, you know, I will because he likes that. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, and, and I can be comfortable when I'm in the bed with my shaved legs. So, to me, that's, so to me you know, that's what I'm not saying that you're wrong, Kels, necessarily, but I'm saying when I, I want to further explain what I meant by we use comfortable wrong. That's kind of what I was, that's what I'm going deeper into. Not necessarily that you were saying the whole mask off thing. I just think when you take your mask off, that just means you're showing me that you were lying to me all this time and who you were showing me that you are is not who you were. So that translates to me like a lie. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't, no, I wasn't combating what you were saying. I, I was just bringing up like another point that I had to learn that I always was looking for, I want to be comfortable. Like, I'm always looking for that, oh, we can breathe now. Like, you know know what I mean? Not necessarily all the way, just, you know, but I'm just thinking sometimes if if that's really, you know, if if the the shaving the legs thing just happened to be a deal breaker for the guy, that's going to be really a big issue for him. You know what I mean? Even though it doesn't seem like a big issue for us. So I just, to me, I think I was, I low, I, not lower, but I, it, I'm in a rush to be comfortable because I feel like, you know, you're comfortable when you can share your, you know, like you said, when you can show your hurt, you can show, you know, those bad moments and all that stuff. That's why I'm thinking about with being comfortable. But sometimes that comfortable don't bring about good things. It might bring out that they were lying, is what, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I got it might just have to do that, not meaning that's what it is, but that that just might, you know, that might make or break, you know, what's who y'all are. So I think um, I don't know. I got I got way I got way off on that subject, but yeah. I'm glad you all did because I, I was, as you guys were doing it, I put together. I was just sitting there thinking, and I put together a list. Of eight things that I think that are a good reasons to get married. All right, y'all ready? All right, I'm typing, so hold on. All right, here I'm we ready. go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the 
my eight reasons, these are, again, I literally just did this top, off the top of my head, eight reasons why I can think off the top of my head that are good reasons to get married. Number one, your purpose is parallel. I don't think it makes, it doesn't make sense to find someone. Actually, yeah, that's number one. Okay. Um, I, it doesn't make sense to be with somebody at all who, um, who you guys can't walk in the same direction. And when I, I say parallel, because it doesn't mean you have to do the same thing, but it means that you have to be going in the same direction. Um, if you want a biblical response, that a biblical response that would be called what we would call equally, quote unquote, equally yoked. Um, so you have to be your purposes have to be parallel. It would be the same thing as if um, let's we'll use the context of this radio show. If we were trying to, if if we Rashad was trying to have a sports show, uh, Q, you would, you would think that we were doing a um, you know a fashion show. On fashion, Kelly, you thought we was talking about, you know, social justice issues, and I hear I think we talking having Bible study. Like that would just be a wreck of a show if we try to do that all at the same time. Um, so that's number one. Your purposes have to parallel. Number two, and I didn't put this on this list, but I'm about to add it. Number two, you actually have to find each other. I don't care what y'all say. You actually have to find each other physically attractive. Um, you have to. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how, you know, uh, perfect you think that is. If you do not find the other person physically attractive, it ain't going to work, period. Because ain't nobody rolling over to purpose. I'm rolling over to you. and I want to look at you in the middle of the night. I'm not thinking about how well you speak in tongues. I'm not thinking about how well your chicken tastes. I want to know when I roll over in the middle of the night, do I think you fine? Do I want to, excuse me, excuse me, uh, extra say people, do I want to rub your booty? And can we get it in? Amen and thank God, number two. Number three, um, number three is you are friends and you want to remain friends. So you have to develop no relationship. No, You don't want to get married to somebody who you cannot establish a friendship with and who you cannot uh, establish a strong foundation. A foundation uh, of friendship takes a marriage a long way, uh, a, lo- a lot further than um, uh, just, just the one that does not. Number four, I had a number three, but that's really number four. So number four, you recognize they're ugly, but you still love them after you recognize it. you got to be able to see it. Again, it goes back to what I was saying before. A lot of times during dating we make decisions that we are in love with somebody um, when we haven't even gone through anything to test their love. And then once we go through something, now all of a sudden um, I thought I loved you, but the love was gone. No, you were not in love. It was you fell in love with his nice, you know, with his nice whatever, and, and and you fell in love with her nice whatever. And so you were focused on that, but you didn't see their ugly. Love is about seeing the unlovable parts or the ugly parts of a person and still choosing to want to be with them after you see it. Um, it doesn't always mean, let me give the caveat, it doesn't always mean that you should stay with them because if you are an abuser, and I love you, I still need to get out of this relationship, okay? So I just throw that in there. So just because I see you're ugly, if you're ugly is abuse or you like to, you know, step outside of the relationship or whatever, then that might mean that I still need to get out of this relationship, but I can still, I still love you, okay? So I just throw that out there. Cause I, don't, I read something today where somebody was saying that people was talking about they, they hugged and was beating them and the church folks told them to stay with them. That is a lie. I just got to put it out there. All right, next one. Um you want to fight for that person. Many times in relationships, we think that fighting with that person is a good thing, and that is not a good or healthy thing. You want to be able to fight for your your partner and for your relationship. You're not trying to fight with them. So if you if you see a person who you want to fight for, the meaning 
you see their purpose, you see their destiny, you understand who they are, and you know that, uh, and so you see they're ugly, and you know that there are some things that they can improve on, and you know that a part of the grace that you have on your life is to help them. Don't mean you have to change them, but to help them, then that, that's a good reason to get married. Um, number five is that you as an individual are a whole person. Please do not get married that's hoping that somebody will fix you. Please do not get married hoping that somebody will fix you because they will not. It is never, ever going to happen, and you will always be in search for something. You as an individual have to be a whole person who is prepared to be a whole person with the other person. So you've got to be whole. Um, and that's a good, and if two whole people come together, then again, you can fight with forcing me for one another and for each other's purpose and mission a whole lot better. Number seven, when you can trust yourself and when you can trust them. I believe that respect should be freely given, but that trust should be earned. So when a person has, when you have earned the right to trust yourself by making sound decisions and that other person has um, over time put themselves in a position where they have proven that they are trustworthy, that is a good time or a good person that you could, you could you should be able to marry. And, again, that takes time because you have to experience things and go through things in order to be able to develop a level of trust. I need to see how you respond to stress. I need to see how you respond to whatever. I need to see how you respond after a bad day. I need to know that just that just because your boss goes off on you at work, you're not going to come home and think that that gives you the right to go off on me or cuss me out or hit me upside my head or walk out the door. I need to know how you handle when you don't have any money. I need to know how you handle um, when, you know, when you don't get your way. So all of that stuff is a part of how we develop trust and how we develop friendship, like I mentioned earlier. Number eight. Number eight is um, when you are ready to give to that other person's purpose, even if it means yours has to be put on hold. So one of the things that, that a lot of people struggle with in marriage is that once you get married, you forget that now you don't have the ability to be selfish anymore. So it can't be all about you and what you want to do. Sometimes you got to wait. Sometimes you got to shut up. Sometimes you got to go where you don't want to go. A lot of times you don't get to you have to do it. A lot of things that you want you don't want to do. There's a lot of forgiveness that has to take place in marriages. You can't say what you want to say and just fly off the handle when you are married because remember you are not just it's not just about you. It's about what is best for the other person and the other person's purpose. I know I said eight, but here's number nine. Number nine is when you can work through hard stuff together, and not just can you work through it, but that it makes you stronger as a couple. Hard things are going to come. That's just life. People going, you know, people going to die. Jobs going to get lost. Uh, you know, stuff. Cars going to get repossessed. You going to have bad days. She going to have bad days. Stuff is just going to happen. But when hard stuff, when really start hard stuff happens. Does it make you come together and make you stronger, or does it tear you apart as a couple? And no, and you got to be able to tell that. If it makes you stronger as a couple, then that could be somebody who you really want to marry. So those are my nine things um, that are good reasons to get married. I got to agree on this because I added one. All right, that's what I got. Uh, I don't know. We supposed to pass the offer plate. Okay. <laughs> have an altar call, but um, I think we're to go to slow jams. <laughs> Those of you that be prayer press number two, and we will get your prayer for you. Open the doors of the church. Did you just open the doors of the church? 
You open the doors of the church with slow jams? Yeah, I'm going to open up the doors with slow jams by <laughs> Cash Kane. That's how you spell it, y'all. Cash Kane. I feel worthless. I'm living in the air. It's for all of my cougars, ain't scared of the scandal Have a young nigga give you more than you can handle Hit that from behind and have a rambling back like that Fire dripping down the stick, we call that candle wax If lusting you is wrong, then girl, I can't get right Give me life, if you a crime, I guess I'm back to writing I'm in that whispering who's it is. Sorry that I want you, lady, what you I do? You know you're. Make it tap out. I'm horse great. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm a fool with the game. Hey, bring your friend and maybe we can do the switch thing. Yeah. no one night stands. That's too short. <laughs> and baby got that fire cherry like Newport. I think tonight was made for us. I work out and now I'm sweating like a slave of love. Yeah. I'm hard. She drunk when I hard lift up. She keep it hyped up. So we back like sleep. I'm candy cane, wanna taste, girl, do it, do it. Be laid so she can get right to it. Hey, rest all on her back with a night rack on top of that. Hey, GPS a G spot, next stop on my map. Uh, headed down south, make K below the waist. Uh, blow up back out, uh, boom like a 808. Cash came with slow jam. 
And slow, slow Jeff's gonna take us right on into our hot topic. And um, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> the hot topic is um, there's a video and uh, about men. It was saying that 99% of men won't approach women. Um, and it kind of linked. We had the, one of my tell the truth Tuesday questions today was, um, if a man if a man wants a woman, he will let her know or something like that. So I thought those um, tied in really good together. Um, I was gonna try to yeah, go find my notes. Um, it was uh, on one part of the video. He even went so far as to draw a graph, and he like made this little shaded area, and. Literally, like, 1% were men who always approach, like, they approach everybody. And then on the other end, there's, like, you know, a few guys that won't approach anyone at all. And then he was saying most men are in the middle where they're waiting for the right moment. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time grasping that idea. I just, I just think when I hear men say they're too shy or that they, you know, don't approach women. I just always think either they're, I, I usually think they're lying. I guess because all of my male friends are not like that. Like I, they don't. I've never seen them, you know, not approach somebody. So, yeah, I don't know. I just can't grasp my mind around it. But what do you guys think? Let's start with Q. What do you think? You know, men are definitely still approaching women. <laughs> I don't. Um, I think men are approaching women just fine. I just think the way that we are approaching that men are approaching women has changed, and it is not. Um, I think more women are being approached and don't really recognize it or aren't accepting of the approach um, than they are willing to admit. So I'm not sure where the the actual stat came from. If like a, if this was a woman driven study or a male driven, I'm not sure like where the basis came from. But I do, even in our conversations in the scoop, I can tell that women overall are more willing, are are rejecting more, um, hmm. women are not as receptive to a lot of the new ways that men are trying to get to know them, that are approaching them. Now, do I agree with all of these new age ways of approaching women or approaching each other? Not always, but I have to think that, if in 2017 you want to have a relationship that's present and can thrive in today's age, you would have to be willing to, in a way, um, adjust and recognize that you're not someone's not going to go about it the way they did 20 years ago in the same way now. It's just you have to be more. I think it's more of a willing to be open than just look for a traditional. I think that's where the the break is coming in. A lot of women aren't even receptive to how men are approaching them, and some of that's valid, and some of it I think is a little silly to be real one to be real honest with you. Okay, Rashad. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm of the opposite breed. Um, I like to go after the young lady, um, so. 
It doesn't really pertain to me, but I definitely agree with it because I understand where it comes from. And it's what I'm saying, what I say all the time. It's a, it's a level of rejection that men have to, uh, have to force themselves to be able to take. Cause like, I mean, dudes lose for years upon years upon years upon years before they win at a level that they want to win. You know what I mean? And, and, I don't I don't know if that's really easy for women to grasp that concept that you know just because you said yes this one time doesn't mean that he always gets a woman as cute as you are. You may be the tip of his iceberg. You know, like people don't not to say go investigating folks history of what they uh what they exes look like, but like that's why I say I date Trumpsonians. I always want my young lady to look like, hey, look, I, is she with him? For what? You know what I mean? Look, that's what I like. I need that. That That's what I like. So I'm I'm coming up to you. And, I mean, I don't mind her coming up to me, but that's very rare that that's happened or going to happen because that's just very rare. It doesn't happen like that. So, yeah, that it just doesn't really pertain to me. I like to keep okay. my tools sharp. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got a caller. Yep. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I always set off the alarm. It's always me. I say something <laughs> and I think we got a caller. Like, Lord, <laughs> I didn't do it this time. Oh, no, you didn't do it. I don't think you did it. All right, call 0382. Call 0382, you are on the air line. What's your question or your comment? Hi, guys. This is Latasha Featherstone. How are you? Hey. Hey, how you doing? Rashad, I just fell out. He said, oh, Lord, yes, I have something to say on this topic. But, yeah, let's pray. Let's pray. Um, well, I, I kind of wanted to pull a sisterly. Hey, everybody, Rashad. Um, <laughs> you know, sisterly, come on and put you on blast. Anyway, um, here, here is my, here is, here are my thoughts. I am so, so passionate about this, primarily because I am a daddy's girl, an only child of two parents that have been married forty-two years and together for forty-six. I actually mm. had a discussion with my father this week after a post that we put in the scoop. The one that I posted about um, the text asking, why don't you ever call me? You know, the, 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 the problem with this is there's an extreme role reversal that really saddens me. It really disheartens me because what has happened is women are almost being forced to take on a more masculine role. Um, I'm not saying that we can't show interest. I'm not saying the men have to do all the hard work. I'm not saying that um, we don't have to take a chance on putting our feelings out there. We should be expressing some form of interest, batting our eyes at you or something, letting you know it's okay, right? But at the same token, it's kind of changed so much that not only your brother's not approaching, but you're almost waiting for somebody to totally give you an invite. I made a joke and said, I feel like when I give a brother my phone number, I have to almost go like to the other aisle over in a grocery store where he got it and call him to reassure him that I'm interested. That's just a little bit too much. You know, I think that um, sometimes don't overthink it. The same way that men don't want us to overthink it, don't overthink it. If you're digging me, just say so. If you want my phone number, just ask for it. The worst thing that can happen is no, and you just move on. It's not a life or death situation. You're not going to lose your home if I say no. Your credit's not going to 
fall down to a lower score, it's going to really be okay. Now, the flip side yep. is sometimes women are putting men on blast. I don't like that. Just because a man compliments you does not mean he is thirsty. Just because a man is, is trying to say nice things to you and whatnot does not mean that um, he's all over you. And I think sometimes that women that maybe don't have male friends, I have quite a few male friends, so I kind of understand. Sometimes it doesn't mean anything. So, so what I think happens is sometimes women take everything as something. They make a big deal about it. You know, if a guy's approaching you and likes you, you don't really have to put him on blast on Facebook and go talk to your homegirls about it. That's between you and him, basically. So with all that being said, we have to meet in the middle at some point. Women and men have to humble themselves, but I have to tell you, a man can't stand and say that he wants to be a leader, but you want me to do everything to lead us up to that point. In my mind, you're going to set the tone for that relationship. If this is what you want, just like when you go out to eat, you know if you want a steak, I ain't got to invite you to no steak, and this steak over here. Y'all got to hang me up okay. along with it. I'm just saying. But a brother knows what he wants. When he wants it, he needs to step forward for that. A woman should show some interest afterwards. But I get so tired of this, I'm a man, I'm a man, but you can't even ask somebody for their phone number. But you want me to write you a love letter, fold it up into a shape of an airplane, and fly it to you and ask you yes, no, and maybe. So that's all I'm feeling about that. Wait, now wait. I just I'm passionate about this topic. This is, this is, this is something else. I'm telling you, it's rough out here. Ooh. Hey, let's talk. Natasha, I want you to I want you to hold on though, because we have a do we have a collar? Is it gonna be a I need an inhaler. I can't breathe. I'm getting it off my chest. Okay. <laughs> but, look, I'm, I'm gonna let you hold and breathe, and let's see what the next collar. Who's the next caller? All right, caller eight four two four. You are on the air. What's your question or your comment? What's up, squad? enough, 
if I do little cute things and maybe laugh at your jokes or something like that, that's going to be have to be a yes for you, bruh. You're going to have to pick it up, okay? I'm not going to force feed you, okay? You're going to have to come to me. Now, I used to. I used to, and this is when I did it, when I had no self-esteem, when I had no value for myself, when I had no self-love. That's when I did it because I didn't know my worth and value, and that's what I believe had to be done in order for somebody to get attention to me. But let's say that's no more. So I encourage all of you to check your esteem and your value in women. Men are hunters. They are born for hunting. Their DNA, they are constructed for hunting. They are depositors. So any man who does not take the initiation to do what God designed him to do is a passive man and you do not need him. Yes, I said it. He is passive or he is passive aggressive and you don't want that kind of man. That's all I got to say. Woo! Come on, fire starter. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey how, how did Flash say it when JG took his mic? Sisley Wilson. Sisley Wilson. Sisley <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> well, I... I wanted to read uh, a comment, actually, that someone just <clears throat> posted uh, and, um, because nowadays you can't approach a woman and her not think you are thirsty. Back in the I'm day, telling you. approach a woman and engage in conversation instead of date, and she thought it was the sweetest thing. Nowadays, if you even say hi to a woman, she says you are thirsty. No thanks. So women, are we out here doing this? Are we out here doing it? Mm-hmm.
But then again, you can't expect the what you're doing, homie, that only talks to you via text, never has a date, never has a plan, never has a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, there's got to be some type of balance to how, you know, we get to know each other. And, yes, Jasmine, we can't talk about it, baby. We are definitely willing to chat about it. Let's go. What you got to say? Call us. <laughs> but, and I mean, I just on, on that part. I mean, I I I get it. I hear y'all saying that. I get it. I just to me, I feel like it has to be a certain. I mean, are all everybody you approach is doing this? Like all women are doing this. It has to be a certain type. Just like y'all, like men say about women, it has to be a certain type that you're going after. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's, that's true you that. that. Cause mm-hmm. I just don't, you know, the 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 whole rude lady. I I want to call it a myth so bad, but I know it's not because people say it's not. But I just mm-hmm. don't, I just don't see it often enough to really be like, okay, is that how like people in the real world act, or is it like something else? Yeah. Like I just don't see it. It has. But anyway. So it let me. Know, I, I, I think I think that there's part. First of all, let me let, let me take the call. We got a call, so let me do that okay. first, and then we'll call. Call is zero one one zero. You are on the air live. What's your question or your comment? Uh, WB. Yes, sir. Just greetings and citations, my brother. Listen, this <laughs> is my passion, brother. Relationships, family, and um, what we have, I think, in society is. We have no good examples anymore. Let me, by saying this, I seen my father love my mother. But now you have single mothers raising these young men with, they have no way to really teach a woman to be a man. So what they do is they overcompensate. And by overcompensating this, they're taking care of these young men. And when they grow up, that's what they look for, for a woman to take care of them, instead of being shown how a man is supposed to respect a woman, even when she's disrespecting herself. That's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I say this, you know, tomorrow uh, marks 20 years of marriage to my very best friend and marriage. And uh, we have five children and a blended family. I mm-hmm. say that to say this is we have been through our ups and downs, but the foundation is you've got to, like you said earlier, it's got to be a parallel, but the foundation has to be Christ. It's got to be God. You call him Jehovah, Jah, whatever, but there has to be a spiritual being that would keep you guys going through because no one is immune to the adversary when he comes. My prayer is that when he does come, he'll blow gently upon our backside to advance us. That's what I have to say. I'm going to just sit back and just listen to what the callers have to say. All right, brother. Appreciate you. And I know after 20 years, 20, you still pumping that gas, right? Brother, listen. WB, <laughs> you changed <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, listen, yeah. Um, to the callers, um, WB put me out don't about 14 years ago. I got you. And my wife told me a real man will pump that gas. And I got mad and 
um, me and WB and another guy used to have devotion every morning. That's why another thing, men need to have accountability partners. Yeah. But to make a long story short, uh, WB put me on right. And one thing I don't do is I don't let my wife to go to the gas station or the ATM because that's when they're most vulnerable to be violated. Brother, I said enough. Love you. I love the listeners, and I'm going to sit back and just listen. All right, man. All right, God bless you. So, so let me let me say this. I think part of the concern, do first of all, 99% is very high. I don't think that 99% of men don't approach women. I think what really what what it is is there are the best way I can describe it for for ladies is when you keep doing something over and over. So it's the same thing. So ladies, if you if you're dating a man and you put your trust in him and over and over the relationship doesn't work, at some point it starts to affect your confidence. And I think you all don't realize how, especially in our younger formative years. How that can be really, so that could be really detrimental to constantly have a woman tell you no, you know. And just like you know, everybody wants to be good enough. I put up a post today saying, "What is your biggest insecurity?" Um, and a number of people said that I'm not good enough, or something to the tune of, um, "I'm not good enough." And so I think everybody kind of feels that. And when you get to a point as a man where you're unsure um, and your confidence isn't isn't there then you start to ask those questions and it becomes it does become very difficult to approach to continue to approach somebody um with the strength or with the confidence that's necessary because again, I don't care what anybody says, a confident man has a whole lot better chance of getting a woman than a not unconfident man, non confident man. Women are drawn to leaders. Women are drawn to essentially said to men who pursue or men who are a little more aggressive and who are more confident. So if you don't have that then, again, it goes back to it makes it a little more difficult. I think for fellas, sometimes we just got to get to a point where we understand, listen, sometimes they just don't say no. And if a lot of people say no, then maybe I need to adjust my, you know, adjust my approach or maybe, you know, kind of back up for a second to figure out what's really going on to get to that point. But there is absolutely nothing wrong with you if a woman says no. And, ladies, y'all got to stop putting people on blast talking about, um, you know, start talking about a man is thirsty or, you know, blasting his screenshot in his inboxes and all that kind of foolishness because he doesn't, you know, because that's that's just not cool. That's just not how you do that kind of stuff. So, and, oh, and thank you. And there's another thing. Ladies, um, men approach women based upon what I call go signs. So, if a man is interested in you, just like, you know, you'll smile and, you you know, smile at him. You ain't got to say nothing to him. But you can smile at the man and let it be known. If you approach me, I'm going to say yes. Or I'm going to, you know, you got a good chance. Y'all y'all can help help the brother out by doing that. Y'all can, you know what I mean, like leave him a breadcrumb. You know, let it know, hey, you ain't got to approach him. But at least, you know, don't have the look on your face like don't say nothing to me. Because if you say, you know, like you're going to cut them out if he just say hi. That's, that's, don't do that. Because we'll look at that. A lot of men will look at that. And unless he, again, has a certain level of confidence, like if I see that and it's one woman I want to approach, I'm probably going to tell you, why are you looking crazy in your face? You know, but every man's not going to do that. You know, we're not going to have have a way to try to, you know, make you laugh or figure out if you're really not approachable. But give him something. You know, give him a smile. Give him a, a whatever. Just so it's known. 
okay, I'm, you know, if you approach me, I'm going to say yes. I'm not going to approach you. If you approach me, I'm going to say yes. I mean, that goes along. I just want to throw, I just want to throw a helpful hint out there. It always, always eases the road if you start off with a joke, fellas. And I ain't talking about be corny and come with no real for real joke. But get her to smile. If you can get her to smile, you can at least get her to think about giving you a phone number. Get her to smile. Yep. I've got five comments if we don't have a call. Do we have another caller right now? No. No? Okay, cool. Um, Jasmine says, I mean, relationships are hard, period, but some men are not willing to do what is required to make one want to submit. He wants to be head or the lead and wants the old-fashioned ways from her but but comes with the new age mentality. It's confusing. Um, Andre says, uh, preach accountability partners for real. Um, Jeff says, earlier said that it's hard to allow one to lead when many say they do not know how. They haven't been taught. And I asked her, um, I asked her, is it that men are saying that they don't know how to lead or are we as women saying that the men don't know how? And that was her her um, her response to that was that she was saying relationships are hard. Period. So you know it's kind of hard for us to take a lead that we're not really sure we're you know to follow a lead that we're not sure that we're even getting. You know, so it's it, it, it's hard to follow. And then Sean says, um, confident yes, cocky or arrogant no. That there's a thin line. Um, I'm I'm assuming I'm not sure exactly when she posted this comment, but I'm thinking she was saying that in relation to when a man is approaching a woman um, and how he goes about approaching her, that he can be confident in how he does it, but when he's cocky or arrogant, then no, that's that's a bit much, and that's when it'll become a turnoff. Um, Jocelyn says that she knows some ugly men and women, ugly in air quotes, um, that are men and uh, ugly men and women who got fine men and women as mates and spouses. So I'm, I'm thinking she's saying she agrees with the whole approach thing and, and taking a chance and getting out there and, and meeting people. So um, lively conversation. Sean said, yeah, I had it right. <laughs> but I, and, I, I also, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I was just saying I also think that it's a, um, you know, it's still based on, that level of attraction or or if you're just into that person. So, you know, are we reading are we reading people's signals wrong so that if we do cross the line that they're coming off, you know, um are they you know, maybe the the women are coming standoffish because the guy might have read it wrong cuz I, I it just seems so confusing. You got to give a little, take a little back, you know, like y'all have to almost do um a balancing act just to say, Hey, I think you're cool. Can we hang? Like I just it just mm. seems really extra. Um when we talk about, you know, men approaching women and, and all that. So I mean how do we how do we get back to it just being simple? Like even like the guy was comment that I read the 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 comment, like how do we what do we do to just to make it back to, you know, make it be simple again? What would we have to do? What, how would we have to change our way of thinking to make it simple? I mean, anybody can jump in. That's a real question I'm asking. Yeah, I can't say that it was ever simple, but what I think the difference is is the the because we have 
social media and other things that are there that can publicly and openly blast people, I think it makes it, you know, a lot, you know, we hear that noise louder. But I, I think we've always, we've always had, it's always been where if a woman thought you were lame, then she would go tell her girlfriends you were lame. It's just now her, she's telling her girlfriends and all of her Facebook followers too, you know, or her Instagram. You know, so it's, it's not, I don't think it's, that part has changed. Here, I think that what guys that from a male perspective is that you just gotta go in understanding that listen, if you're prepared, if you do, you know, you all even if you offer up something lame, if it doesn't work, if you're sincere and it doesn't work, keep it moving. It's good. It's cool. Like if you didn't do anything wrong. Now if you out here bogus, then that's a totally different. You know, that's a totally different thing. But if you if a woman just is not interested in you, then you literally. You literally have to get to the point where in your mind you say, and this is, and I'm going to be straight, this is how I think of it. If a woman doesn't want me, that is her loss, she'll be all right, she'll be back, or whatever. That's the place how I am. Like, if she don't, if you don't, you don't want me, like, I'm fine. And you don't want me, okay. That's, you'll be back. And so that's just, that's me. And so I think as a man, you have to kind of get to that point. Where if she wants you, it's cool, no big deal. You move on with your life. You find somebody you. who, somebody who else who 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 sees your value and who's willing to, like I said earlier, who sees what your value, who might even see the things that aren't the you know the best about you and still wants to wants to rock with you. So it's cool. Not from a lady, and if a lady does that, my thing is this: if a lady blasts me and I didn't do anything wrong, okay. I mean, I'm not, again, there's nothing to defend. I approached a woman being sincere, and she blasted me. All right, I'm good. End of story. Well, I want to let everybody know that if there's any men out there who feel like they can't approach me, this is Kale. If you feel like you can't. So any admirers, feel free to send me little roses in my inbox, little kissy faces I'm under my pictures. Feel free to like them. It, it's okay. So I'm doing my part to bring things right in. Kind of stuff, 
and then and and just let her know that listen, I'm you're I'm a leader. You ain't got to be loud about it. You ain't got to be, you know, but listen, I got this. And and I can promise you, if you are consistent, any man that is consistent over time will win that woman because she wants somebody who can make her load lighter because being, whether she's a single mother, whether she's just a woman who has to work full, that's a lot in itself to already have to carry the brunt of, you know, raising children, of keeping a home, of, you know, and of trying to go to work full time and all that kind of stuff that they got it that they do and, and the difference between them from a physiological standpoint and from a psychological standpoint is that they are um they're more emotional. So so if y'all can imagine how we get I get tired when I get mad after a little while. So if you can imagine always having to have all of that stuff going on, which is how they you know, it, how most women are, they need somebody to help them say, Babe, I got it, chill. You can sit down and rest. Go to sleep. I got it. You ain't got to be up tonight. You know, they that's what they're looking for. So if they come across like that, don't, like, automatically clamp up and think that that's not something, that she doesn't want a man. What she's saying is I need somebody to come in and make me feel like I don't have to carry this all by myself. That's what she's saying. So if you can be that, then you're good. I don't care how you look. That's how ugly dudes get women, by the way. And I don't care how you look. I don't care. Just let her know I got it. And then actually get it, and you'll be all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I know if this has been hot and sizzling. Hot time. <laughs> we done went way over time. So we done went way over time. <laughs> With a way over time. Yeah. And, uh, oh, look, I can't even. I'm just going to have to turn it back over to into the hands of the giver. No, I'm going to turn it back over to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of this time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Sorry, All right, so this, this has been a good show. I think we got, we got like 10 minutes left. So y'all want to, we can right. do this for this. Yeah, we got literally like 10 minutes left. So um, we were supposed to have a discussion, the entrepreneur discussion. Um, I think we'll have to move that to, to next week or so because we got literally got 10 minutes left, and I don't want to get into this discussion and have to cut it off. So is that cool, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Um, I'll be here. So, <laughs> uh, well, let me say this. Since we are, since we are going to – we can't have it, let me do say I, – I do want to say this, though. We literally have um, – if you are an entrepreneur – um, we have with our, the events that Rashad talked about coming up, especially in OKC, um, we've got some vending opportunities available. Um, and so, if you're not on our business list, um, then please email either inbox me and give me your information, or email us at globaldriveradio at gmail dot com, and we will get you added to our list. Um, again, we've got a bunch of uh, events coming up, and then almost all of them. There are vending opportunities that are going to be available for you, so we want you guys, if you're on our um, vending list, to be able to have the first opportunity to um, to get in. Also, we got four months, so this is August 22nd. So you, if you're an entrepreneur, you've got what September, October, November, and December to end the year off. And if you are a retail business owner, you sell retail a retail product. This is like crunch time. This is go time for you. So. Between Thanksgiving, between uh, Thanksgiving sales, you know, back to school Thanksgiving, 
Christmas, you know, all that stuff. This is, you know, this is it. So make sure you have a plan in place that, um, to go that's ready to go. And at the same time, I hope that you have already put in place your 2018 goals because 2018 is going to be here before you know it. Yeah, Ramona, it's, it's that again. Um, so I want you guys to be ready to go. We've got, I believe, that 2018 for many of, for the people in my circle at least, is going to be a breakout year. Uh, for us because we have been putting in the work for the last few years and it's some good stuff that's coming. So um, definitely, definitely, definitely um, be prepared for that. So other than that, let me see. Let's go ahead and go into final and final thoughts real quick. Um, so, Kuzo, uh, you can go first. Um, so, yeah, wait till you're 40, All right, for real. Right to your forty, bro. That's my advice for the close out. If you if Take you can see time. my face. If you see my face. <laughs> I think I'm doing good it. advice. Yeah. I mean like I have a snarl, like I can't really do it good, but my where you know your upper lip be kinda pointy on one side, that's how I was doing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but how you gonna tell how you gonna tell? <laughs> You know what? Just wait, wait, bro. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Those are that's my that's my message. Just wait. It'll happen. <laughs> Great show. Uh-huh. That's fun. As always. Definitely. Yep. Q, what you got? Um, know. this week. Um, this week I. This first of all, today is I have fun, y'all. I want to. I'm going to use my time to shout out everybody who has joined me these past few weeks via live, via technical difficulties, silliness, fun, great conversations. Y'all are everything, and I totally enjoyed myself tonight. This has been a really, really great show. You guys are awesome, and I hope you have an amazing week. And I look forward to coming back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. <laughs> so, y'all be great. <laughs> Kel? <laughs> uh, um, I'm, I'm mimicking the others. Very good show. Um, I mean, the time flew by, so we were having a very good time. I, I appreciate the callers for calling in and being yeah. so passionate about this. So we we know where the hot buttons are. So I'll be looking out <laughs> for y'all when I'm picking hot topics so, so I can get them hot buttons. So... <laughs> Well, everybody have a good and productive week. Make it count. Definitely, definitely. All right, so we got five minutes left real quick. I want to say, first of all, thank you to the Scoop Nation. Y'all are lighting it up tonight. Um, so I appreciate you guys uh, and everything that you all are doing. I'm sitting there looking at Q's live feed, kind of jealous, but that's all good. Um, so y'all got all these comments and stuff going on. Um, I want to say what's up and say thank you to all of our callers. Um, you all are the best, and we appreciate you guys. Do meet uh, people on our live feed, same thing. Your comments, we paying attention. Thank you all. We appreciate you guys for supporting. As always, um, you guys really don't understand the importance of what you bring to us. We literally, on a daily basis, are working to try to make this better for you. And so um, when you guys respond, we, uh, we definitely appreciate it. Um, so, um, also, if you have not um, gotten a, your, a copy of Nouveau Exposure Magazine, which is our magazine, 
you can get your free copy. Go to Nouveau Exposure. That's N-O-U-V-E-A-U, NouveauExposure.org, and download it today. Um, again, it's a free publication that you can listen, that you can um, have, and it's on us. So definitely go ahead and get that. Um, tomorrow, the word on Wednesday will be a replay. Pastor Burns is out of town, so uh, will be so it'll be a replay. But he will be back next week with um, his new series starting in the Book of Acts. Um, so be sure to listen to that. What else we got? Uh, thank you to my co-host Kels Q. And Cuzzo, I appreciate you guys um, for believing in this vision um, and what, what we're trying to do. So I appreciate you guys. Also, um, whether you're watching on the live feed or you're listening online, if you all would please, please, please hit the share button uh, and just let somebody know that you like the show and that you want them to listen to it, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, we have a goal right now uh, of where we're trying to get the show. So um, I need all the help I can get doing that. Um, last but not least, the, um, if you, again, if you haven't gone to the Global Drive page and liked it um, and signed up to be on our email list, please do that. Like I said, what it, that does for you is that gets you all of the information in your inbox every week. So every show link, um, every podcast replay, all of every magazine, all of that gets sent to you directly, and uh, it makes it a lot easier for you. And we don't want we want to make sure that you don't uh, miss anything. So with that being said. Um, what else? Am I missing something? Am I missing something, y'all? Oh, um, artists, if you're an indie artist, send us music of all genres. Send us music. We want to play your music. So make sure it's radio edited, uh, but definitely make sure you can send it again to globaldriveradio at gmail.com or send it to uh, Rashad. Um, y'all know how to get in touch with him. He's everywhere. Um, so other than that, I think uh, that's about it. Have a good rest of your week. Um, I hope that you guys um, continue to live on purpose. I hope that your relationships are full, that we grow together, that we learn to live together, and that ultimately we learn to love together. Uh, the motto of Global Drive Network is to change a generation by raising the conversation. So I appreciate you guys for being a part of what we're doing. Um, and don't let don't let all of the stuff that's happening on the outside affect you the wrong way on the inside. There's a ton of opportunities to hate. There's a ton of opportunities to fall out with people. Um, but some of those things, I'm not saying don't address things that need to be addressed. But at the same time, don't let that affect you in such a way that you come out of character and become a person that you are not designed to be. All right. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And um, continue to support. Have a good rest of your week.